Thursday. It's episode 94, and you're listening to Movies in 4K. I am Bill Shetty. I am Lady Phantom. And our illustrious co-host is going to shed some light on this film with a little teaser. What do you got, Phantom? There's an establishing shot of the city at some point in this movie where you can see an advert for Pan Am, the airline, the old bankrupt airline. And that is a nod to Blade Runner from 1982, in which you can also see an ad for Pan Am. Mm, We got some ties. I think it runs close. Let's get this underway. heard enough of that music and so have i from 2017 we are covering ghost in the shell which i'm gonna call a live action version there was a comic or animated release back in 2005 i think and then 1995 okay and then a sequel to that oh i think there's been several iterations actually now what style is this is this was this an anime? Or? I'm pretty sure, yeah, it, it was originally an anime. Well, we didn't know nothing about this movie per se, so let's get it underway. <laughs> it's rated PG-13, runs for about an hour and 35 minutes, 140-something with credits. Five genres, Lady Phantom, action, crime, drama, sci-fi, thriller. Okay, yeah, I guess. Drama! <laughs> Well, there is drama. I mean, there is a drama in the movie, yeah. All right, we'll keep it if you want. Okay, directed by who? Rupert Sanders. He did a movie called Snow White and the Huntsman back in 2012 with Charlize Theron and Thor. (laughs) 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 And Kristen Stewart, too. Okay, stars. We have Scarlett Johansson, Juliette Binoche, Pilou Asbae, and some other people that I didn't know. And fun, another fun fact is that some of the actors in the original Ghost in the Shell reprised the roles in the Japanese dub of this movie. Okay, so they were voices in the original? Yeah. Okay, and that synopsis says what? In the near future... Major Mirakilian is the first of her kind, a human saved from a terrible crash who is cyber-enhanced to be a perfect soldier devoted to stopping the world's most dangerous criminals. Yes, because this movie starts right up. You see a brain being put into a robot's body, and then they're dunked in some Krispy Kreme sugar. (laughs) 
if you've ever been to a Krispy Kreme and seen them make live donuts or seen it on TV, you see it's just a wall of white sugary syrup coming down over the donut. Well, this robot is dunked in this material that looks identical to that to me. Yeah, and then and, you said the Krispy Kreme thing, and I laughed out loud because, yes. yeah. And after the robot gets dunked, of course, it's got all this syrup and sugary stuff coming off, and it starts to form this human figure. Yes, please, people, it's not sugar, okay? <laughs> well, it actually could have been in the movie. Who it knows? was plastic. Oh, was it? Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I mean, when I seen that scene, I'm like, wow. We get some cool effects here. It transforms, you know, into a face and an eyes and body parts and stuff like that. When this robot comes out, it's Scarlett Johansson with short black hair, and she can't move her body at all. She can only talk and verbalize and stuff like that. And she's asking the doctor why she can't move. She explains to her the procedure. Which is that basically all that there is of her old self is her brain. The rest is completely manufactured. Right. And they do pop a few sentences up in the beginning of this movie. They say this is in the distant future and technology is advanced where regular humans can be enhanced with certain body parts mm -hmm. and this is the first time that they're taking a brain and putting in into a robot instead of the other way around instead of somebody being enhanced with a robotic feature exactly yeah. or a prosthetic or something that moves and it also states that this is the fall of man or something to that effect. <laughs> like this is when things turn sour. Okay, it jumps one year later in this and she's on a mission. She actually works for a government agency there in Japan. There in Japan, like I said it before, this movie takes place in Japan, if you don't know. And she's on a mission, and they're after terrorists. Her job title is that. And she's got a couple workers with her. The Pilau Azbek guy is how I pronounce it. The one from that was incredible in Overlord. And Lucy. Amazing. Yeah, and, well, he was only in it 30 seconds in Lucy. Right. So. And Game of Thrones. And it's very good to see him finally play a good guy. Okay, an interesting scene here while you're seeing that is Scarlet is showing off her body without being nude. She's in this sort of silicon skin thing that's so tight, you can't see any specific parts, but it's so tightly attached to her skin. And during this movie, you'll see lights and stuff running through it. It's like connected 
Yeah, it, it's like it has this effect like prismatic against the light. I really like that effect. And she can also become sort of transparent or translucent. Yes. Yeah, she has some kind of invisibility thing that Does the this... invisible man would be envious of. Yes, I was No cameras. Learn. <laughs> well, you somebody learned. does get cameras in their eyes in this movie, and which was one awesome. of the best scenes in this movie. It was awesome. But anyway, they're after this head of this company, which is called the Manka Corporation, was it? Or Hanka? Hanka, I think. I think Hanka Corporation here, they're patrolling there, and they know something's awry. They're in a meeting there. And one of the managers there is the guy from The Crow without the wig. The, <laughs> yeah, the, the villain. The villain without the wig. Do you know wig. his name by any chance? No, I don't remember. Yeah, he's not a big star. Like, I've maybe seen him in a couple movies here and there. Yeah, he, I was like, is that the guy from The Crow? Yeah, The Crow was his lead yeah. role for him back in the day. Yeah. So there's infiltrators in this meeting up on this high-rise building, and you see them attack things like that and there's also robots in there that are in geisha yes. outfits or geisha women right uh-huh what exactly is a geisha lady film a geisha is a woman in the japanese tradition who is highly trained in the in all the arts basically they are super super well educated and they know the all the ceremonies that there are to know there has been the I think erroneous knowledge that they were prostitutes, but no, it's just that they are well-trained in all the arts, including seduction. And that's why the Phantom is on this podcast. Cause she's so smart. She had no <laughs> idea what I was going to ask her. And surprisingly, or maybe not because you get a feel where this movie's going to go is these geisha girls like are fully robotic and they sprout, like arms and walk up walls and like their body is open and you know you see gears and things like that in the faces too yes all of that was done by weta workshop and it was actual women and everything was done practically and it shows it looks pretty yeah, cool but there's a caboodle of cgi oh, yes. in this movie <laughs> yes 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 and also before we continue the first scene when when they are actually um making scarlet's body all that was done practically too all right so we get this nice little action scene here they're trying to save the managers well i'm not going to tell you what happens there but they end up going back and describe what happened and some of them got away and stuff like that but for them to gain more information, this robot human brain person played by Scarlet, her name is Major, by the way, in the movie. So if you hear us say Major, that's her. She does this deep dive. Deep dive, they correct, Lady Phantom, where she gets into the memory of the robot that's all damaged and. Yeah. You know, they have the robot in the office there. One geisha and, robot, yeah. And she states the only way to get the information at who's behind this attack on this corporation 
because they have no clue what's going on and who's behind this. They do know it's hacker-oriented. Somebody's got in to the software in these robots and has manipulated them. So he's a hacker. Yep. Now, against the advice of the doctor, (laughs) she does do this and gains some insight and has to be pulled out of this treachery she gets involved and while we're in this specific scene here we can talk about lady phantom is this mind warping brainwashing look of this film when someone's having a vision or a memory or they're off in computer land there is this best thing about this movie to me it's this digital effect of like glitches glitches and bits Uh and if you know anything about computers they work on bits and bytes zeros and ones and it's like sort of matrixy but very computer oriented like it looks so cool like things are falling apart little bits of it constantly like in these dream states i want to call it and yeah i think it was effective in this movie for what they were going for yeah it looked very good because it gave you this idea that especially because of also scarlet's acting like when she sees this kind of stuff she looks so confused so you immediately know that this is not happening it's just something that she's seeing so it takes you to imagine that maybe it's a memory or something right the rest of this movie we're going to talk about some specific scenes but the rest of the movie is scarlet joe and the owners and the government and everything trying to find out who's behind the hacking and the bioterrorism or whatever you want to call it and it has everything treachery love more treachery (laughs) yes a lot going on there things are not as they seem with the company again i mean we've seen these movies many times i'm gonna call it lady phantom everybody's got baggage let's put it that way pretty much every character yeah but it is refreshing revelations yeah but it is refreshing to see that there are some actual decent people in this movie and not everyone is treacherous or anything no i mean no there are some actual good people and that's refreshing at least to me right and since i had teased it a little bit in the beginning the guy that gets the cameras for the eyes gets injured in this opening scene and he loses his eyes so he gets implants of cameras and he's happy so the (laughs) rest of the movie he's got these cameras and it looked real i mean jesus i mean it didn't look fake at all to me yeah it it was excellent makeup so that all worked what would you like to describe what stood out to you lady phantom with this the hour on because that takes about 30 minutes the initial story and then the initial attack by the hacker and stuff then it's just the search for him and why he's behind it and revelations mm-hmm. and characters why they're doing this and that what stood out to you well the action scenes were very good some of them looked kind of fake <laughs> but in general i thought they were very decent action scenes and uh, the visual effects are they are everywhere 
And some of them, I mean, many of them, I think, look very, very good. But at some points, I did feel like I was watching a video game. And going by the also the, um, the fun fact I gave, yeah, I mean, these pants of the city, it reminded me of Blade Runner so much the this first was one. way more colorful though yes yes but i mean the the you know the big ads and the big video yes. screens well, describe that holograms. it goes to these helicopter views over some city in japan many a times in this yeah so sky rises and then you see like hologram people standing a hundred foot tall yeah. and huge billboards yeah and- there's a, an adidas hologram like huge showing the logo and you see a basketball player and you see dancers and you see a woman lifting weights and, and then you yeah. can even if you scan the images lady phantom i'm wondering if you picked it up like certain ones of these wide landscape scenes you can even see small details like down on the road you see the signs are digital because the codes running through them instead of just a static 55 mile an hour limit yes sign. yes the all atten- that stuff was done digitally yes. to advance this world that it's so far in the future uh-huh and many of the shots of the movie were exact reproductions of the original movie funnily enough too okay but i mean the the i think something going to your previous question like what stood out to me the attention to detail in general in this movie for visual effects and everything is pretty astounding i thought i think the attention to detail but in the like visual you effects said, it's wow. video gamey many yes. times and if you're yes. calling that a positive i don't know because no. of what this is based on this is no. a live action real interpreted movie so <laughs> while it looked good and things caught your eye here like I thought yes. it was goofy, personally, true. a lot of it. That's true, but we cannot forget that it is based on an anime. And there are going to be things that look kind of funny and stuff like that. And and you cannot see all this future technology and things and if people who actually can become invisible and everything and want it to be completely serious because you can't. I mean, you just you can't. You took Invisible Man serious? But it's a different thing. Well, it, when you're making a live action real version of something, I want it to be real. I don't want it to have a cartoony look to it. I don't care if that was the direction well, of it or that's what they were going for. Now, this isn't Ready Player One where they were actually inside of virtual reality which makes way more sense that is true just because it's coming from a comic or anime or manga or whatever it is the characters look human everything is human the buildings look normal the equipment they use is normal so then to go to a video game appeal while they're running through the streets is silly yes, to me. I did. Uh, that was not my favorite thing. I'm not. I'm not calling that a positive. I'm. My only point is that the attention of, to detail in this movie is very good. That's all. 
I'm going to hearken back to what you like really, I don't know if you despised it, but you said you didn't like it. Like the original Batman TV show, it's based off a comic that had wham, pow, you know, with the big frilly circles and stuff when they were fighting. Well, it was based on a comic back then. That's how they did it originally. That was one of the first. So to have that appeal and lighthearted and cartoony, they did it. Well, they don't do it anymore because we don't want that. We want realism like The Dark Knight. Well, yeah, I mean, so. I didn't penalize the series for that. Not for that. <laughs> for many other things, but not for that. All right. So that's all that stood out. Nothing with this story that you want to get into or anything. Because it's, I'm ready, really. Here, I, mean, I was it's, hugely it's, disappointed. It's with very this movie. predictable. It's a it's a very predictable story. Even though there are twists and turns here and there, it's still something that that you can imagine is going to happen. I mean, it's it's like some other stories we've seen in the past, only rehashed and mixed around. And that's it. You know, it's not something that I would go, oh, my goodness, what an original work. And, and I love it. No, no. Right. And no. we really can't touch more on the story. We left it at there after this hacker and everybody's got ulterior motives. So there's nothing really we can talk about with the story. Uh -huh. So I think we should leave it with that. Some of the technicals, I'll take a thing. You take a thing. What stood out to me was this one scene when Scarlett Johansson loses an arm or mm -hmm. half an arm. Yeah. It was so cool. There is some really cool effects with real people and digital stuff going on that looked totally real to me. Yes, that is true. There's some faces that come apart in certain pieces and actually some of the characters in this movie you see they got like lines on their faces like where when the technology goes bad basically where it's not working correctly so you can see little splits in their faces and then you'll see where they just pull off like an eye uh -huh. of somebody a piece of the puzzle so to speak of the face and that looked really cool. I was happy with scenes because I love science fiction movies. Yeah, there's a scene. One of the people that work in this place has, like, I don't know if she is a robot or what, but she's going to see something in a, in some kind of glasses, goggles or something. And her oh, two yes, eyes that, pop out. And I was like, whoa. Yeah, and then the goggles come down. Yeah, that was me. Whoa, yeah, that I was so cool. That. Yeah, there's a half a dozen cool scenes like that. Things you're not expecting with body parts and, yeah, and manipulations it looks, of bodies. And yes, stuff. and I was looking in those scenes and everything looks so, so real. And the point is that, I mean, I'm sure they did a lot of practical effects, whatever they could anyway but anyway for scenes like that there has to be cgi and it's seamless in some yes, of these movies i'll agree okay moving on to the sound it's absolutely terrible in this movie i didn't like any score soundtrack i don't think it matched what was going on there's some more faster tracks when they're fighting and mm -hmm. jumping and stuff like that but personally to me 
not only was it not engaging and just I didn't like the music, I don't think it fit for this movie. This really wasn't that much of an action movie to me, even though there's many action scenes into it. Yeah. It more played on this science fiction crime angle and the action when it happened mainly with scarlet joe because she's the kick a woman which i love in movies that's where we're led to with her basically and you know taking down people and stuff like that but that's going to lead me into the stunt work and the effects of the fights lady phantom how do you think this mixture was of the digital and the crashing through walls and the translucency through water? What is your impressions of how good that was to you? I thought it was very good. Like there were a few scenes where I could, I was like, how oh, that looks kind of fake, but there were so yeah, well, many. There was one scene in particular when she took care of a robot and then had to run away down like this hallway. And I her running down there. Yeah. And then she has to like climb some structure and that looked pretty fake. But there are so many other scenes that look so cool. There was a, a scene where she comes crashing through a glass wall or something that I loved. It looks so cool. And water effects. And you see jellyfish and they look beautiful. Right. And Phantom, oddly enough, they started out doing a lot of slow motion action scenes yes. and then went away from it. Yes. Like the opening scenes had it and it was like ooh, because i like that i think that looks the most realistic when you're slowing down you know somebody getting kicked and goes 20 feet away like it just looks way more realistic than speeding it up or cutting away from it because they did stay on some of these scenes but they went away from that and made it more Herky jerky that you really didn't see what was going on when yeah. she was punching somebody or kicking somebody because either her back was to you or it was a side angle and you didn't get a great feel of it. Yeah, yeah, they did use slow motion, but very sparsely, and I would have liked to see more of that. All right, I'm ready. There's nothing more to talk about here. We're going to get into the 4K more in detail in this one, I think, because it has a lot of digital effects. But I'm going with a four. This isn't a void. This was a mishmash of other movies to me. I was very interested to start this movie with these opening scenes, and I thought it was pretty cool, the twist, that it's just a brain in a cyborg. And... That does lead somewhere with souls and memories and things like that. But that part wasn't interesting really to me at all. And the action scenes went down and the music really took me out, man. I just did not like this music at all. It didn't work. But some of the visuals were pretty incredible. When they're like down in a tunnel street view and you're going through like neon lights and signs and stuff, it looked absolutely beautiful and was filmed well. So my points basically is for technical achievements 
Not all of them, because some of them looked fake. And with the acting, this is the first movie that I can think of that I didn't care about Scarlett Joe. Like, she just didn't bring it to the level where I really cared because there is a backstory to this woman. And I don't know. She didn't have enough emotion. It wasn't engaging enough. Maybe it was how it was written or something. Maybe they didn't give her enough to work with, but she just doesn't have an arc in this movie to me. And it's pretty flat. So this is an avoid. (laughs) There's many better science fiction movies than this. So what do you got? Yeah, I think they fell very, very short. I think they wanted to do too much. And they ended up doing too little. I was thinking, I was trying to remember, what movie does this remind me of? And I find that it reminds me a lot of Alita, Battle Angel. Um, You know, like the the body and then... But that came out after this, if I'm not mistaken. Well, I don't care. The point is that it reminds me of it. But (laughs) I don't know. I mean, Well, that ain't fair to criticize a movie that came out. That's true, but I mean... It's not like the other movie was better or anything. Well, Alita was definitely more interesting. But that's and I the didn't thing. love that movie. I either. think Alita takes itself a little less seriously. This movie takes itself way too seriously. And you were you were like right right now pondering if it was uh, writing or what with Scarlett's um, character. And I do think it was a writing because like they tried, they tried very hard to give her an arc and a background and something that we could care about, but they just didn't do it. They didn't do it. And I don't think she was directed right. I think they were going for this cyborg look with her and that's how she was directed lady because how she walks she has this very stiff walk like she is robotic and her facial movements we're very dull and plain. There's no emotion. There's no uh, well, excitement. And- well, the, the first scene where you see her and she's scared to death because she can't feel her body, I thought that was very, yeah. very good acting. But yeah, it's like later on, it's like she melts with this uh, robotic persona and she loses her, huma- her humanity a bit, I think. And I thought that was a mistake. Because if we are saying that her brain is human and it stands and everything, she should be acting like a human. Of course, her body is going to have limitations because if it's a synthetic body, it we cannot expect well, it robotic, to move. Not really synthetic. Well, robotic, synthetic. What's the well, difference? Yeah, well, both. Because. <laughs> you know robot joints can only work, move a certain way just like exactly our bones because they can. are synthetic that's my point that you can you can only expect her to move like a robot you know but, but i just but thought at the it same was so time, stage walk because they made a point of showing her walking away walking in the room walking past, and she's got this very stiff yeah. way to walk and you could see her like trying to me i'm like she's trying too hard it reminded me of chainsaw 3d <laughs> this is a bad comparison but in the original Texas Chainsaw, Leatherface drops the chainsaw on his leg and has a cut. Well, that one's supposed to take place right after that. And this guy had to walk 
with this fake limp like the original guy did. In oh, the I get and it. And it was so staged, and that reminded me. I Yeah, I see your point. I see your point, but I think that was a, a mistake of the filmmakers. I don't know exactly who. But, but she's got to take some cred. She's yes. got to bring her flair to it, too. That's ladies. true, too. I, I just didn't find it engaging enough. I think the one I cared the most about was Pilou. I thought his his character was actually pretty cool. But yeah, I mean, I, I was not really looking forward to this movie. And I unfortunately stay the same. I do think it's a five and just avoid it. It's really not worth it. All right, let's get to the good stuff. Okay, this is not universal. <laughs> no. Paramount, I think, if I'm yes. not mistaken. Yes, it is. 4K has Dolby Vision, HDR10, Dolby Atmos, so it's got everything you want on a 4K disc. A lot of color, a lot of bright scenes, shot all digital, a lot of digital effects, so it's a 2K up convert. What say you, Lady Phenom? I say, why aren't the black levels that what they should be? Yeah, that's the first that thing I noticed. That annoyed me. I, it annoys me. Like, when you have a black screen before the movie starts, it's supposed to be black. <laughs> Not very, very dark gray. And, the, I mean, the, the, the black levels never achieved blackness. No, it never went to true black. But there is one scene when there's no light and she's wearing black at this part of the movie. She's usually in this flesh-toned suit thing. But she's wearing black, and they're in this black tunnel. And I found the contrast there while it didn't reach the inky, velvety black. It was so good to discern her in black and the blackness of night and what's happening off in the distance. True. So the detail was there and there wasn't no black crush or gray crush or any crush no and then there's this other scene where she's fighting someone in complete darkness and there's a light is it's not a strobe light it's like she is i don't know if i don't remember if she has a lamp or something the point is that you see light flashing and that scene was pretty cool the contrast okay. was very nice this, on this one, Lady Phantom, I'm just going to rattle off some things and you just give your first answer, just first thing that comes to mind on okay. some of the things I'm going to ask you. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. Reflections. Very good. White level. Excellent. Some scenes were like dazzling white. Digital scenes. Good in general. Some of them a little fakey. But most of them, very good. Grain? Zero. Clarity? Excellent. Overall look of the film? <laughs> I don't know. There are some it's scenes. It's not what you expected, is it? No. Uh, this was the question, but that's why I led you up with some answers. We're talking about a lot of colors, a lot of neons, a lot of lights, a lot of darkness, a lot of brightness wide color gamut very many shades of colors in these overview scenes oh, yeah. and stuff like that but this movie didn't pop at all it's almost to me lady phantom that they 
wanted to make it filmic like digitally like there seems some artificiality to this movie maybe i did see like a few explosions here and there that looked pretty cool i'm not talking about in specific scenes i'm talking about just the look of the film scene by scene Uh, all right because there's no variation when it gets really bright or really dark no most things are very static this whole movie color correction was on point you can't see any unfluid scenes or anything Uh when it's a little brighter or hotter the contrast was done wrong or nothing but it's the look of this film we're centuries in the future and there's all these lights and technologies and metal parts and robot pieces that are in humans faces and things like that yet it looked very static and never like shined like it's like ooh like in your face it i i i'm disappointed with this film a lot yeah i would say it's it's just very inconsistent like some of the scenes are like there are a few scenes here and there that are really really incredible and then name them like for example the one that i told you about her crashing through glass i really like that scene then there's one scene in which a guy gets submerged in water and the the effect of the water in slow motion funnily enough of him like sinking into the water and the water splashing i thought that was pretty cool wait are you talking about just you like that effect or it looked it was a standout on the disc i thought it looked very cool and then there are explosions here and there that also pop out of the screen. But the thing is that all these scenes are too, like, here and there. But the movie in itself, it just doesn't work somehow. Yeah, it just didn't bring me to year 3000. <laughs> because the coloring in it, while it had the wide color gamut, There's no vast contrast and there was no punching. There was no vivid colors in this. And I mean, I could rattle off 30 (laughs) movies that have much better, probably half of the movies we covered is more vivid than this digitally made movie for the most part. Yeah, I mean, simply enough, we just covered the birds. And the colors in that movie pop in a way that this movie just doesn't. And we are talking about... Yeah, but I wish you would use a movie that's similar to this, like Lucy. I think I'm going to go with Ex Machina, which is a kind of muted movie, you know, in general. And yet it looks just so much better than this somehow. But funnily enough, I think your grade will be higher on this because that had grain. (laughs) Uh, One's for others. What can we do? Yeah, that goes to the tonality of that film, what they were going for. Which is a darker movie in itself. Yes. Where this is uh, supposed to be a popcorn movie, pretty much. I think they should have, and this goes to the movie, they should have decided what they really wanted to do. If it was a popcorn movie or a more dramatic thing. 
But it's like they could never decide what they wanted with this movie. And it shows in the 4K because there are some things that look very like bombastic and everything, but so many yes. others that are very muted. That, that, that I'm definitely disagreeing with Phantom. I don't think there's one standout scene in here. There's scenes that might look a little better, but it has this look, the whole film, and it never is in your face that the... the Colors are never vivid and deep and rich. Uh -huh. They're just not ever. Even during these vast scenes and action scenarios and things going off anywhere, the only thing that stands out to me over the Blu-ray on this would be all the reflections on water, cars, buildings, equipment, you know, weaponry, Things like that. That has a definite appeal on 4K that only 4K can achieve. It's these highlights, you know, that just are there. And you yeah. see them and you notice them and you're like, oh, that looks so realistic. Yeah. And you know what? Now that, now that I'm thinking, like you were saying that, I remembered they show quite a bit of holograms in this movie and stuff like that. And I they would expect flat. them, I would expect them to pop out of the screen like you would expect a hologram to do. And they are just so static. Yeah, they're in the same shade, hue, luminance value of the lights on the building. Yeah, you have no, of course, this is not a 3D movie, but, but of a hologram, you do expect some kind of 3D sensation, at least. And these have none of that. <laughs> All right. I cannot believe we're going so long on this film. I think we're just coming out with so many negatives because I thought this was going to be our shortest review ever but it's going to be up there around 50 minutes all right audio atmos bass was loud and bombastic but not the bass that i liked and i think it was muddy yeah yeah it comes to a point that it wants to distort mm -hmm. and i don't that that's yeah. not good yeah Yep, and it happens right in the beginning of the movie, too. Yeah, and it's the, it yeah. does tamp down on some of the yes. other action scenes. Yeah, it does, but the, but you have this... You know, like when yeah. it starts to distort, and I hate when that How happens. How was the center track? I Yeah, I think dialogues were decent. Surround, stereo. Nothing to... I mean, it's mention. a modern it's, movie. Yeah, it, it's okay. It, it, there's just nothing to highlight here. It sounds good yeah. at times, but nothing that rings out, oh, you got to watch this scene because it was all around you or something. No, it just didn't have that appeal. And I'm telling you, this music in this it took me out, Phantom. It didn't with you. You were enjoying it. I didn't pay it attention didn't to it. It didn't drive it at all. Well, oh, then no. maybe since it didn't drive it or not, you were ambivalent to it because it was pretty much in your face yeah. to me and it didn't work. Yeah, it meant absolutely nothing to me, the music in this movie, and that's a bad thing. Okay, so that's a little bit of a knock, especially the bass, but pretty much everything. I mean, it was good enough. And Atmos is on the Blu-ray anyway, so it's really not an upgrade on the 4K. What special features we got on this one? Hardwired Humanity, Making Ghost in the Shell. Section 9, Cyber Defenders. 
Man and Machine, The Ghost Philosophy. Okay, I'm not going to belabor this any more than we already have with this movie. But it's a worthy disc. I mean, if this is your style film, this is something you're into. If you want to see a live action version of this, if you're into that type of film from an animation or something and want to check it out, it actually is one of the cheaper 4Ks. It's why we picked it up, actually, like hoping and Scarlet Joe's in it. And I've never seen her in a bad movie till this. So, but the disc is worthy. <laughs> it's like barely above average to me. And the main problem with this is like we talked about so much. It's just this static screen and it just doesn't have the contrast and deepness that 4K needs to have to give it that extra oomph. C plus, Lady Phantom, worthy. Same worthy c plus it just doesn't deserve anything higher than that because it, it just doesn't <laughs> all right lady phantom get us out of here billshanny.com everyone please go there sign that guest book and leave us your comments suggestions recommendations requests and everything else um also there you can subscribe to all the places where we can be heard <laughs> by following the links uh, our letterboxed links are there too and remember to follow me on twitter at lady phantom 74 for lady phantom i am bill shetty and we'll catch you on the next movies in 4k